I have read the Revelation in the Bible a few times, and I always saw it as a warning about how tragic the end of times would be. But just recently, after I experienced great turning points this last year, I read the book of Revelation with a fresh mindset. I don't think the prophecy of John wants to scare us away, but rather tell us of a beautiful and riveting story of our evolution as God's children and our reunion to his loving arms in heaven, I believe most of what has been written in Revelation has happened already. These are just my theories. The following is a quick overview of how I envisioned the messages in the book of Revelation, so you may want to check the Bible too along the way to see if these resonated with you. Chapter 2-3 about the seven messages to the churches, I don't think the churches mentioned here are the different denominations of the Christian faith. I see them as types of people in the world who are going through different stages of their faith and spirituality. The angels of these types of people are the ones guiding them to fulfill their destiny. I believe that the angels are guiding us to reach higher consciousness so that we could see where to go and know how to get there. Chapter 4 about the throne in heaven. I think that the elders surrounding God's throne in heaven are those who have achieved higher consciousness and spirituality. The four living creatures, on the other hand, are the different collective phases in human history. Take for example the lion, it refers to the age of colonialism in the past, like the lion and the coat of arms of colonizers, the bull, which refers to the industrial era, where there's a bull economy and we switched gears to machinery, the face of a man, which refers to humanity looking deeper to improve the human condition, the eagle, which we are coming to a point of great liberation and are soaring to greater heights. Chapter 5 About the Coming of the Lamb I see the seals of the scroll like the seven chakras of a person. We have a lot to learn about opening and balancing our chakras. There's something spiritual in it that helps us become one with our higher selves. Chapter 6 About the Seven Seals The opening of the scroll's seals might seem horrifying, but it's like our own human evolution. This is my interpretation of those things that came out when the Lamb opened the following seals. The first seal, which is about the Crusades and colonialism, the second seal, which is about the world wars, the opening of the third seal, which is about economic depression, the fourth seal, as shown as the poverty in developing countries and also in recent decades, the fifth seal, which is terrorism in different parts of the world where the terrorists are vengeful and are perpetuating the violence of the past, the sixth seal, alluding to natural events in the form of eclipses, blood moons, meteor showers, hurricanes, earthquakes, and the seventh seal, where prayers are honored and answered, signs would be shown through natural phenomena such as thunder, lightning, earthquakes, among others. Chapter 7 about the great crowd from every nation, the number of people mentioned in this chapter is 144,000. I don't think it's just 144,000 individuals, rather it is 144,000 families or groups of people. I have heard several people with great wisdom mention that there will come a time that the entire humanity will become one nation. And I think we are getting there. Chapter 8-9 to nine about the angels blowing the trumpets, 
with every trumpet call of the angels comes in natural and man-made phenomena. Forest fires around the world, melting of ice caps causing sea levels to rise, problems with our water sources, eclipses, equinoxes, cosmic events, oil drilling catastrophes, and the previous world wars. We should also note the wisdom and prophecies mentioned in other books of the New Testament. Chapter 10 about what has been proclaimed by the prophets is fulfilled. I see the angel mentioned in this book as someone like a bridge that connects sea and land. When he mentioned that the book is sweet as honey in your mouth, but bitter to your stomach, I feel like that is the effect of coffee. Will coffee really be the key to greater enlightenment? Will different aspects of the coffee industry be the key to bridge people from different walks of life towards fulfilling our destiny as a people? Chapter 11 about the two witnesses. The two witnesses might be two people or two groups of people which will bring the messages or prophecies of God. Chapter 12 about the woman and the dragon. I think this chapter has a lot to do with powerful businesses around the world. The woman who is pregnant might be an entity that has given birth to a great idea or concept that will revolutionize the world. The dragon, on the other hand, is also a force in the world of business that is in competition. If kings in the past were the rulers of the world, today the rulers are merchants or businessmen. Chapter 12 to 13 state different events or phases in the business world that will greatly affect the entire earth. Chapter 14 about 144,000 on Mount Zion, the people mentioned here are the ones first taken from humankind who are already of God and the Lamb. I believe these are the people who have reached higher consciousness and they have brought their families or loved ones to a certain point where they know where to go and have finally lived in it, whether that is in the physical or spiritual realm. Chapter 15 this chapter talks about so much environmental degradation due to modern industries and lifestyles. But it also tells of going through a spiritual revolution before entering a new age. Chapter 16, this chapter talks about the different health issues, environmental pollution, climate change, and strengthening of Eastern businesses as they move to the West. I have a few theories as to what the great city is referred to on this chapter. It may be Paris, New York, London, Tokyo, or Dubai. Chapter 17 to 18, this chapter tells us of the great catastrophes and economic problems that will happen in the great city. Chapter 19 to 20 about songs in heaven and the thousand years. I could feel that what the chapter says on marriage in heaven refers to people's collective consciousness being one with God that will manifest paradise on earth. Our collective consciousness would not only manifest miracles on earth, but will also be one with cosmic events. We really have to contribute to positive consciousness all over the world, through the media and other kinds of campaigns or causes which will help us reach that positive and higher consciousness. Chapter 21 about the new heaven and the new earth. The thoughts that came to mind while reading this chapter include total transformation of the universe which collective consciousness is the key. And what if we are just living in illusion and we have to go through a journey or process of opening our eyes again to experience and finally live in the Garden of Eden, the paradise on earth, 
the gates of heaven might be portals on earth. Portals which can open anytime and anywhere according to the energy or vibrations. Are there more studies about interdimensional portals, like how we can determine where they are and how someone can enter them, when people have fully prepared themselves spiritually, I believe that they can finally enter these portals or gates of heaven. Chapter 22 I believe that beyond these portals or gates lie great wonders that can help humanity. Sicknesses will be healed and poverty can be solved. Everyone will find their true purpose and live in bliss all their lives. I also believe that heaven is already in our midst and each one of us has to go through a spiritual awakening to solve the riddles or mysteries of life. As we go over each riddle of our existence, we will come to a point where we will finally understand the mysteries of the Bible. This brings me back to my readings of the book of Genesis. When the first man and woman were tempted by the snake to eat the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and they did so in the thought that they can finally be like God. There are also tribal stories surrounding creation wherein the first man and woman were also tempted by a snake to eat the fruit so that they can finally open their eyes but after that they realized they couldn't see God anymore. When Adam and Eve started to think that they can finally be like God, it's like saying that they were separate, disconnected, and different from God. Like they were imperfect unlike God. But it states in the earlier parts of Genesis that God created man in his image and likeness. Man was a manifestation of God's glory. I believe that the first sin was not about disobeying God, but man's conscious disconnection from God when they thought they were separate and different from God, it's about time that we come upon a higher consciousness. Heaven is here, and we should finally know how to open our eyes again, I have mentioned higher consciousness many times on this reflection, but I think that it is really crucial for all of us to bring about heaven on earth. I found many concepts in the book of Revelation that we need to study more about. If you have thoughts about your own reflections of the Bible, comment them below to continue the conversation. Have a blessed day, everyone.